Hello and welcome back to the uh, Six Pointer Podcast. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, back here with myself, Luke Tyrrell, and pleased as always to see you, Richard Thomas. How you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm great, man. I'm, I'm great, especially after yesterday. Do you know what I mean? The dream lives on. Yeah, well, we're, obviously so, we get on to that, but we had a bit of a two-week hiatus, didn't we? Obviously, we've had the uh, the international break in the meantime. Mm. Uh, a couple of victories for England. Of... No one really cares in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, international break, I think... No, I'm, 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 with I'm with you, I'm with you. Well, like. well, one thing we would say is that it, watching England now is more, more exciting. They've got young players coming through, and yeah. you just feel like it wasn't a long time ago that we were struggling against Montenegro, and now we're battering them 5 1. We beat, what, Czech 5? Was that 5 as well? That's 5, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, exactly, you know what I mean? So we're, we're definitely coming up, but let's. I'm, 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 I'm with you, though. It's, you know it, it is more enjoyable to watch England these days, but. It's still, I think, got a, got a long way to go before it makes it a bit more um, convincing for me to stop everything and drop everything to watch it on a Friday night. But yeah, no, me too, man, 100%. Unless, <clears throat> unless I've got nothing else going on. Um, yeah, and even if then, I'll probably watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's a good indictment of the uh, English football game. But anyway, here we go then. So, uh, obviously, we're here to talk about the uh, the main talking points for our respective clubs, yeah, yeah. which were obviously a uh, very good win, an important win for uh, Liverpool at home to Tottenham and a uh, Crystal Palace victory over Huddersfield Town which did com- condemn Huddersfield to relegation. Um, it probably pretty, pretty kept you up at the same time, didn't it? Well, you know, well yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I, think, I think I said to you uh, a couple of months back, I mean, I, I did my calculations and I, I sort of worked out that 36 was going to be enough. I think mm. we, we pretty much have got 37 with goal difference now anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Even with six games to go, you think yeah. Right. But it's start at the top of the table anyway. Mm-hmm. So and and, Most and, place, and, and, and and the team which is sitting at the perch at the top of the table. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. You know who that team is. They're well, all mate. Okay, good. So 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 obviously very important victory, um, and obviously sealed in very dramatic style, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, with a with a with a last minute winner when. If I'm honest, from 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 what I've heard from from talking to to other people, uh, I didn't watch the game. Um, I was sort of posting, um, doing other extracurricular activities, but um, I heard that. I don't want to know about that, mate. No, 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 Keep it up a pod, mate. It's not, it's not a time of pod, mate. No, it's going at Diaz. But no, um, I think, you know, a lot of what I'd heard is that almost at 1 all, it was almost a feeling of, you know, it, it, it resigned. Of, oh, this was it. It was over, was it? For, for Liverpool, and the title chase was over. Then obviously, the winner yeah, in the last minute. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it was like, um, do you know, when you're watching your team, you're thinking, you just can't see. If anything, Tottenham looked like they were going to get the winner more. Yeah. And that was because we were piling men forward to try and, uh, you know, get get back in front. But when it got to, you know, 88th minute, I was resigned to like, you know what. Can only take a point. Now we're going to need City to really mess up for us to to, mm. to, to even stay in the race right to the last game. Because yeah. if I, I believe if we had drew, then City could have even afford to lose a game because they were like what, two points clear of us. Yeah. Uh, say if we'd uh, got a point, it would have been like one point clear. But then, um, well, there's also this this sort of talk of the running, isn't it? Liverpool have got a harder running, which I, which I don't really subscribe to. I think every every game is very difficult in the Premier League. To, so to I, don't, I, don't, you, I don't really sort of agree to, with that. To, to, to be honest with you, the, the running, a lot of people, I would say City have got a harder running because they've got like they've got to play Man United away. They've got still got to play Tottenham in between the Champions League games. And um, they've got a lot of games, haven't they? Yeah, and then they got Leicester, they got Burnley. But anyway, go back to the to the game. It was like you just couldn't see it coming, and then. Somehow, some way, um, and that's sometimes the best way to win a game because it was just like euphoria. Like, do you know what I mean? You could see that everyone went mad in the stadium, and like, 
Um, you just, just absolutely lost it, you know? Yeah, no, I lost it, brother. It was it was a big, big, massive moment. It's like one of them moments, like an, almost going back to, it was as good as when we beat Everton back in the, the seven because, like, when you get a win when you don't think you're going to get mm. a win, it's almost like, you know, not to get too, like, uh, spiritual, but it's like the gods are with you. Like, somehow we keep on, like, I think we've won the most points for, um from 90 minutes onwards, we've scored about four last-minute goals. Sturridge against Chelsea. Mm. Um, Origi against Everton. Mm. Um, oh, what's the other one? Shit. can't remember the other one, but then, then, back then, to then yesterday. Yeah. But then yesterday, yeah. so that's three that I can think of. But that's so like, you're putting this down to the gods? I'm, what I'm saying is... It, talking to the knife What I'm yet. saying is... It so, could, you're saying going to wash. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, it, bro, it could be... I feel, and I'm not just saying it as a biased goodwill thinking that oh you know I'm trying to see the best what we can do I feel yeah. like we we're going to win the title and you know another reason I say that because we City are a great team unbelievable squad but if you look at in terms of you know I believe that defences do win titles mm. and although we might have drawn more games than City hence why City are like you know game behind us but they they got a chance to go back a yeah. point above us We've lost one game all season. That's title form. That's, that's a, like, if you lose one game all season, all right, it depends on the draws you get. Mm. But surely, for me, it's like we're right up there. We're sitting. We're one point behind them. I think we're, we've got a title team. Like we, you know what I mean? That's what I believe. I think that so we... Liverpool, Liverpool lost one game all season. Who one they, game all season. Who, who did they lose it to? Who they lose it to? We were talking about it. Who they lose it to? I'm not setting him up. Who they lose it to? <laughs> they lost. The, who, do, who do we lose to? Who, who did you lose your one game of the season to? <laughs> lost to Man City. Oh, well, at the, at the Etihad. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You know the only teams to beat Man City at the end of the season. Crystal Palace, mate. Crystal Is that Palace. the last time Townsend scored? Mate, <laughs> Man scored a cracker, mate. Yeah, the last time that was a worldie. Absolute beauty. You might I'll, as well retire mate, after. I'll, I'll be leaving on that one for the next two seasons. Like, like yeah, this yeah, season. yeah. That, that was a cracking goal, but I'm thinking... We, talk, we talked about sort of not, not being able to see it coming and seeing the comeback coming, but one, one person who did see it coming was Roberto Firmino, who saw that unbelievable cross from Andy Robertson coming in for the first goal. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about that because, I mean, he got the ball sort of just off the 18-yard line, a bit of, a, bit of mm. an angle. And, and the bend on that, wasn't it? And, and, and a little word for, for him because he's, he's been a revelation, hasn't he? Robertson has been unbelievable. I mean, even between him and Trent Alexander-Arnold, they've got like 17 assists between them. So it actually shows that a lot of our attacking creativity comes from our fullbacks. But Robertson has just been better than anyone ever could have managed. Like defensively, he's so astute. Like he, his positioning is brilliant. You can you never really see him get beat. But going forward is where he's the most impressive, and where people didn't think he'd probably be as good. But he's like very tenacious. He, he's and he's got one hell of a cross on him. Yeah, and it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't impressive. That was his eighth assist. Yeah, that is impressive. I read though. something actually in. Um, uh, Liverpool Echo website which is actually quite funny that he's now got more Premier League assists than the great hope Jack Wilshere that's mad to think isn't it? I mean I know Wilshere's been injured and all that but like think about how creativity he would, but this Andy Robertson but is maybe, unbelievable maybe, maybe it's indicative of the way the football's going now because you think about when I started watching football in the, sort of the, the early mm. 90s it was Fullbacks can be different. You mean. Exactly, yeah. Mm. We, we're almost now, every single fullback now has to be almost be a wing back by default. Mm. So you have to. You've got to have ability on the you ball. You have to have the pace. You have to get forward. Yeah, and yeah. it's something which I, I think we're seeing. Like, for example, at Crystal Palace, we've got obviously Aaron Wan Bissaka who's going through, who's 
ridiculously good defensively. But he's sort of almost got a bit of, um, I don't know, he sort of gets a bit of a nosebleed when he gets hit to the 18-yard line the other night, which, which is a shame because he used to be a midfielder and he, he can, he yeah. can, he's got a trick in him as well. Well, it's funny because you Patrick, say, yeah. Patrick Van Aanholt on the other side mm. can't defend for Toffee, but he's, he's brilliant at going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so going it, forward, it, it, he can't defend. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you say about Juan Pesaka because uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, when he was coming through the youth at Liverpool, he's actually a midfielder, yeah. but he's had to go to right back to get in the team. The left is the same with Wan Pesaka, but he, he he looks like a player. I mean, yeah. well, what's what's your um, view on his development this season? Has he developed how you thought oh, he would? Mate, very much. So. I mean, obviously he came through, sort of was thrown in at the deep end last season. Um, I think his first two games were against Chelsea and Man City, or Man United and Man United and Tottenham. I think they were actually. So um, he just cemented the place of his own from from Joe Ward and. Um, yeah, he's come on leaps and bounds. I think the one he's thing he's taking his position there, like oh, he, yeah. mate, he's he's first choice right back. Ah, that's mad. Uh, but, what was he? Eighteen, nineteen. He's twenty. He's twenty, maybe twenty. Okay, I thought um, but um, but what? So what, what's interesting? One thing I think he could develop in his game, and maybe maybe it's because he's still young and he's maybe he's, he's a little bit cautious still. Is that I think he could do a bit more going forward. Mm-hmm. Defensively, he's ridiculous. Like yeah, no one beats him hardly. Isn't it? Also, the only thing I love about him is that a dying. You know, a dying night in the game is a slide tackle, and that he loves a slide tackle, mm-hmm. and he can do it to a T, and okay. it's fantastic. And also, like the number of players, wingers who aren't used to people sort of lunging it, not lunging in, but you know, slide tackle. Yeah, like so timing it well yeah. because not not a lot of uh, players go to ground these days. They don't. It's all stand up and then this 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 get this get because they're you know obviously the wingers are quick, whereas maybe obviously become a bit more sensitive as well. I think in terms of like you know. Obviously, back in the day, you, best, you could go to the ground more, and if your foot was a bit high, you might. Basically, the chances of getting a red have gone up so badly oh, that yeah. I think a lot of a lot of people, sort of uh, a lot of the defenders, don't really go to grounds as much as they do. Mm. It's not as I remember a lot of slide tackles basically yeah. back in the day. You should love a slide tackle, mate. I love a slide tackle. It's like well, a diving someone out. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you take someone out, you see a lot bad tackle. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I mean, I think this is where almost the game's advanced as well because you look at, I don't know, if I, I remember someone like uh, Terry, you know, Carragher. Um, I'm trying to think of a centre half for you lot, but I don't think you had many good ones, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, 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 I'm joking. Sacco, isn't it? Sacco, Sacco. Norway's finest, Lee Anderson, mate, back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No idea. I have no idea, no idea, mate, but. Um, you know, Sacco, I rate Sacco. He, he obviously you got him from us, and yep. any centre back you get from Liverpool is pretty darn good. No, but he's actually really good. But um, he's a very good defender. He's, he's really good. good. He's a monster, isn't he? He's actually a monster. I think he's if he mate. had a bit more composure, he could well, possibly we, well, be. We, we've said this a couple of times. I mean, there's a reason he's playing for Crystal Palace, and that's, yeah, and that's yeah. no disrespect to Crystal Palace. But no, no, no. He has he, he is a tremendous defender, but he's yeah. always got that bit in him where he wants to do a Cruyff turn on the 18 yard line. Yeah, and yeah, nine yeah, times yeah, out of ten yeah. it'll work, and it'll work. No, Every now and then, one time it'll make him look ridiculous, yeah, and they give away goal, and you just. Yeah. Like, like what, top you, what are you doing? Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it you know I mean? when, he, when he does it, it looks great. It's like, all right. Oh, right. oh but saying that, even when he does it, he puts it, like your heart in your mouth. Oh yeah. Even yeah. when he does it, it's not like a. I don't know. Yeah, that's why. Um. I don't know. It's like. Uh, I think you know it's going a bit off subject, but I think the top centre backs these days, you don't really see him even going to ground too much no. because they've really read the game like two steps ahead. And I'm gonna, you know, I've got a reference. Um, uh, VVD best centre back in the world wow. no 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 Van Dijk seriously he is like uh, they used to talk about um, it's before my time but Hansen they used to say that he yeah. would literally like he could, he could play two games 
in the same shirt because he doesn't get no mud on his on his on his um, kit because mm. he doesn't go to ground. He mm. doesn't need to because he's just reading the game. That's what Van Dijk does. I'm telling you, I'm not. That's a surprise because I always I always sort of associate Anna Hansen with a bit of a player who will get stuck in. So to be fair, I mean, no, but he was. For what I know, he's read the game so well that he never had to go to ground. You know, you get, he's sent the backs. It's like um, Sammy Hippier. He yeah. was slow as fuck. He couldn't even run. But you never see him get the player go past him. He's read the game so well. Reminds, he was like the, yeah. the finished machine, the finished Terminator. It reminds me of an interesting... We used to have a player, um, a player called Leon Court. Mm. I remember it, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he was cousin of, of, of Carl Court or he was in the same mm. family anyway um, Carl Court he's played for he, he used to have a record he was very proud of the record that he'd never been booked centre back yeah. never, never been booked and I remember Warnock took over at Palace in uh, I think it was October 2007 and the first apparently I've heard this through sort of um, stories through Palace players and they've said that first training session mm. pulled over Neil Warnock pulled over Liam Court and said You've got a record, haven't you, Leon? He's like, yeah, 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 I've never been booked. He's like, right, okay, all right, go play the reserves. You're on, you're on the transfer list. <laughs> Seriously, he didn't, he didn't want him because he didn't want that sort of play. He didn't want a, he didn't want a defender who was hesitant at getting booked because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you know you've got to commit yourself. No, and, of course, and, you've got to take one for the team yeah. at certain times or whatever. But uh, I think you got. It depends on the player's whole package. If he's never been booked but he's outstanding, then fair enough. Obviously, he wasn't an outstanding well, defender. He was playing the championship for Crystal Palace. Yeah, we bought, well, him, bought him Stoke for about, I don't know, well, 300 k right. So, yeah, okay. he wasn't really outstanding. But, okay. but anyway, that, 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 that's sort of, a, you know, we've, we've gone a bit... Well, yeah, we've gone something. But, um, subject there, haven't we? So, getting back to the Liverpool game, I think it's just a, in the context of the, the, the title race and there being six games to go, it was like a... We've had a couple of these moments this season where Lady Luck's on our side and it's not a coincidence that it keeps happening. That's my eyes. And I feel like, you know, you, they, they used to talk about Fergie time. Mm. He'd get, like, they would, they would uh, you know, every time it got to extra time, it was only like United were, like they could score an extra time. Everyone believed. And I think it's getting to that point with us now where like we don't know when we're finished. And um, yesterday was just massive because it's almost, I feel like winning like that is better than winning, say, 3-4-0. Because it's like, we it's were the, so close to not getting the points it, we needed. It's the boost, isn't it? It's, it's the, the boost. boost. It's yeah. adrenaline. It's like boom, that moment. They, you, you can't have yeah. that moment at three and up. They they turn in. They turn up to training. You know, not ne- not the next day, obviously. Off, but the day after that, they turn up and there'd be a real buzz around it because oh, of, because, because of the way that they won. Yeah, the and the yeah. fans. Everything. It was just like a moment where it's like you know we didn't look like we were going to score. And oh, the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. It's like oh shit, like we've we, you know we're going to win yeah. and go back to the top of the league. So um, I think and uh, you can, can you imagine any. Um, City fans or City players watching that thinking, oh, okay, this is a, this is a game where they're going to drop points. 90th minute and then bang, we score. Some, an own goal. An own goal. Even the, even the goal. See, I've, 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 uh, I've, I've got to feel you know sorry for, for Hugo Lloris here because I, I, I think he's a fantastic player. I mean, every time I've seen him in the flesh, I've been to sort of Tottenham away a few times and obviously whenever Tottenham's come to sell us, he has been outstanding. I mean, uh, I, I think keeper. I think he's a brilliant goalkeeper. So yeah. I feel sorry, for, and I think uh, he's getting a bit. Yeah, but why stick. do you feel sorry for him in terms of what? Because he because he's getting so much stick. Yeah, but it needs to be proportionate, doesn't it? Because yeah, because he, 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 he's not getting the credit that that when he's making outstanding saves and keeping keep and saving points for the, for Tottenham. But then again, obviously. I know. I, hope you're I, saying, I, I appreciate it. It's 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 the life of of the keeper. Of the keeper. It? It's life of the keeper. You make a mistake, mistake. Yeah. It's magnified by a million times because of where you are in the pitch and, and what happens as a result of it. But yeah. I think there needs to be 
a little almost a little we bit of, of ca- calibration in, in a sense that all right, yeah, he's made a mistake and he's made. Well, I mean, he's made a couple of mistakes this season, but yeah, yeah, yeah. How many points has he earned? No, definitely. I would just say that I think um, I think he's a top keeper, definitely in like say top twenty keepers. But I think if you get to you know he's a uh, the front. He won the World Cup with France. He's thirty two. Now he's thirty two. I mean, mate. No, no, no. Goldsmith's mature at like thirty four to thirty four to forty. Is their, is their prime age? Uh, it can't be that late, can it? What do you mean? Most goal, 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 goalkeeper. I think you, you should be in your peak from about at least twenty eight, maybe thirty. Ah, I mean, thirty four. That's a bit old, bruv. That's like how old is that Spironi then? Jules. Jules is thirty six, thirty seven. Gosh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm thinking that's seriously. A keeper, because you get these, like, look at Edison, for example, he's about 27. I think, don't get me wrong, I hate what you're saying in terms of the experience. Peter Smarkle, Edwin Van der Sar, Edwin Van David Seaman, all played into their 40s. Yeah, but, but I don't you think they peaked at 34. I'm not saying that they peaked, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I think it's, it's, it's almost like prime age yeah. is sort of like mid to late 30s. Yeah, into mid to late 40s. 30s, into the yes. 40s for, for the keepers. I'm Definitely. not saying. I'm not saying they're peak at age, but I think a goalkeeper only gets better with age because obviously there's agility, and as you get into your 40s, obviously you're, you're, you're sort of slowed down. You might not be able to get down to the yeah, 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 sort yeah. Of thing. But your reading of the game becomes mm. so much better because you understand the game much better. You yeah. can see it tactically. The sort of viewpoint that a goalkeeper has, being able to organise his defence, and that's why you know so many goalkeepers go on to be great coaches, coaches mm. as well because they they have that tactical now, so they're able to sort of manage. Their, their back line and almost, mm. you know, t- tell them where to go, what to do, and, and they've got that sort of understanding. So when it comes to do the coaching badges, they can go through and then do it. But obviously, a lot yeah. of them stick in being goalkeeping coaches and passing that knowledge on to the next generation. Yeah, you know what? If you don't mind, I was wanting to just go back a little bit. Like, there's a, when, when it's one on one, there's a, a bit where um, Suzuko's running through mm. and uh, counter attack, they've got us on a counter attack. So it's, it's Virgil van Dijk. And Van Dijk's got like a Son to his left, like so. Basically, Suzuko wants to get the ball to Son, yeah. but Suzuko's running. He's kind of running on his left foot. So Van Dijk is so clever, and it's been highlighted. I mean, I'm just jockeyed him, didn't he? Yeah, he jockeyed him yeah. to be like, you know what? You're not going to get the ball to Son, yeah. but you can take a shot on your left foot. Mm. And that was like the, to, to, for for a defender to make that split decision at that time. I think Van Dijk is just he's just unbelievable. Seriously. Like, so, so, something else that's unbelievable, mate. That I want to touch on. I'll go mm. rewind even further yeah. than that. Harry Kane's pass for the second goal, mate. I want to say about that because obviously he won a free, a free kick, mm. put the ball down, looked up, see the see the man running on the right wing, and absolutely pinged it probably about forty yards. Harry Kane is unbelievable. Goal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The ball that came over to the over to the right hand side, crossed back in. It was a really well worked mm. goal by Tottenham. You can see why they're, they're sort of. Uh, Tottenham were quality. No, you know what? There's Tottenham. They have, you know, punched above their weight anyway. They didn't like what team doesn't buy one player and is still so consistent up to a certain level. I know they've had a, a dip in form, but like, what, for me, what Pochettino's done has been incredible. And oh, I think he's, like, he's, he's done a great job, but he's also got very good players now. He's got very good players, but you've he's got almost people made like the Millers on the bench. You have got Eric Dyer, you have got Deli Ali, you have got Christian Eriksen, yeah. who's a fantastic player. Uh, Christian Eriksen, I believe. I wouldn't Harry be surprised Kane, if he goes. you know, Son is a great, great player. You know, you've got. At the back, you've got you've come, coming through is that Hoyt mm. Hoyt coming through as well? Yeah. He's a brilliant player. I mean, you, you've got you've got some great. So yeah, yeah has done, done a brilliant job. Yeah, but I think he more needs to be given credit for the fact that he's persuaded those players to stay at the club where he hasn't been able to spend because of the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. situation in the stadium and things like that. Um, well, you know what? I think 
I think you can only do that if you're a real top coach. And I think the respect that Pochettino's got within the game, everyone talks about Pochettino and kind of like, not being biased again, but Klopp. Like Pochettino, Klopp, they're kind of like the new age managers where they, you know, they, they trust the youngsters. Like um, that Harry Winks has come through. That other guy, Fochi, was talking about, he's come through. So they've got a lot of, he, he brings through players, he gives players chances. And I think he's, um, he manages to get the team really playing as a team. Like everyone is gelled, everyone knows. Tottenham are a very good team. And that's why I'm hoping as well that in the running, they're going to cause City some problems. But you, you, never, you know. never know. But um, never know. yeah, so, so to that moment there, yeah, I thought that was another critical moment at 1 1. And then, um, like I say, the, 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 the goal in the last minute is just mad. It's just like. Is it our season? It must be. Like, don't get me wrong, it must be. I'm not saying that, but I'm thinking, for me, I feel like we're going to win the title. That's all I'm saying. I feel like Liverpool are going to win the title. I think it's going to be the year that we do it. There you go, mate. What, no, what more needs to be but, said? What yeah, I'm not going to say anything more about that. But anyway, you could um, tell me about uh, your the Palace game, mate. Palace uh, relegating Huddersfield. Well, and, yeah, well, uh, we, well, we didn't relegate relegated themselves. I mean, but obviously, we put the final nail in the coffin. But Can me, I ask a question, though? Because obviously, you that game. Yeah. Like, what are their fans like? In terms of are they just resigned? Are they singing their heart out still? Or? I thought not I mean, Huddersfield fans. There, were, there weren't there weren't many Huddersfield fans there. I mean, they, oh, I, I don't think they saw the location, but credit to them. I think I think they they, they sort of kept going throughout the ninety minutes. Um, and to be fair to Huddersfield, actually, first they half to play for them, but I heard they're playing with a bit of freedom. First, first half, yeah. they were the better team. They really oh, were. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, first okay, half, yeah. Huddersfield were the better team. I think they they good shape. They passed the ball well. Um, Palace. I wouldn't say they're poor, but they just never got going. And, and I think, to be fair, that, that's credit to Huddersfield and the way that they set themselves out. Because I think a lot of Palace fans expected Huddersfield almost to come and sit. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's, how you've cut, that, that's how you've come to beat Palace at home this season. That's why Palace's home has been so bad. Yes, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Teams a lot of teams come and, come and sit, sit, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we yeah. can't break them down because we're a counter-attacking team. Mostly, you get caught in a counter because you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, mm. it, so, it's, so it's, it's been frustrating, but they came at us and, and credit to them. I mean, they've got some good players. Aaron Moy, they're, they're number seven. I can't, I can't mm. remember anyway, but I think they've got some good, good players. And all if they go down, if they can keep players like Philip Billing, who's an absolute unit, he's a, a Danish um, mm. central midfielder. Um, you know they've got a few. Munier is a good good player. Um, I'm not too sure about Depotre, the the, the the sort of striker. Jonas Lossel, um, who is the the goalkeeper, Danish keeper. He, he's a very good goalkeeper. Uh, they've got Zanka at centre back. They've got some good players. If they can keep them, mm-hmm. um, this, this, is, this is obviously the issue which every club that's going to relegate has now got to face. I mean, I, I know. Um, from unfortunately being on the, on the wrong side of it a couple of times be, be yeah, facing relegation you know some players are going to get taken you do and it. it's, yeah, it's yeah. never a nice feeling also however inevitable it seems um, that moment when it actually happens it, it's heartbreaking it's sickening mm. you know you, you, your stomach yeah. drops and it's, it's, it's not nice because it's, it's, it's the final realisation that you will be playing championship football next season and, yeah, and, yeah. and the fairy tale is over almost and, and to be fair Huddersfield have been punching above their weight for you know no one expected them to stay up last season mm-hmm. um, and I think you know He's done a miracle keeping him to stay up last season. You know? I think he did. He did quite well. Yeah, I think he, he did. did well. he, he, yeah. I think that was a miracle getting him to stay up. Yeah, and, and it's almost it's Jan Stewart. We'll, we'll see what he's got to offer if he if he hopefully will stick around because it seems like Huddersfield is a sort of club that would got their head mm. screwed on and they're looking to sort of build for the future. Sort of to get some um, but yeah, as I say, first half Huddersfield were a much much better team. Um, one thing that did frustrate me quite a lot, and I turned to my brother as well because I've got a season ticket. My brother, I turned to my brother at half time. Palace fans were booing mm. at half time. Well, booing at half time because it was nil nil. Because it was nil and I walked off the pitch. I'm thinking, what's 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 going on here? You know, you're 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 booing 
not because Palace have been necessarily poor, but because the other team have been better. Mm. And it's, there's, 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 there's a difference between watching as a fan, and I think you need to be objective to an extent as well. There's a, there's a difference in being a fan and understanding that your team has not, not played well, but not been allowed to play well because of the, other, the way the other team's mm. set up and the way the other team has, has, has almost managed the game. Yeah. And that's what, exactly what Huddersfield did to us. They, they managed the game very well. They kept the ball away from us. Um, you know, they put two men on Wilf whenever it was to him so he didn't have a sniff. Um, they overran the midfield completely and, and they were brilliant in the first yeah, half. My thought, just like, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, as a Palace fan, maybe you're more um, respectful of the opposition, but some, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a large majority of Palace fans that are looking at Huddersfield like, you guys are bottom of the league. Well, well, we this, want to see some goals, well, you this, know what I mean? Well, this is it, isn't and it? I think I mean, that's, that, that comes into it. But that, but that again, that frustrates me because that, then that, also, that, that suggests some sort of entitlement that I'm here... And I'm here to expect Palace to beat this club. No, no, no. I and get that, you're and saying. That shouldn't just, be the case. I, every every single Premier League club needs to be treated respect, even if they're the bottom club, mm. Huddersfield. You know, they're still a Premier League club, and they're they're on merit. They're, they're there because yeah. you know they got promoted, and, and, and they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I I, I mean, I, I listen to a, a podcast called the Five Year Pound Podcast, which is a um, Crystal Palace fans podcast, and there's a gentleman on there, Adam Sells, who's uh, actually a goalkeeping coach as well, and he made a very good point: is that mm. You know, these fans are almost entitled now. You know, it's this entitlement which you couldn't get over. And, and, you know, what happened to the fans of 2003, 2004, 2005, where, you know, we were backing a team no matter what. And, you know, Palace it's was a different kind of better fan, isn't it? Right, you know, maybe this is the danger of being in the Premier League for six seasons that you attract a certain expectation and a certain type of fan that, that doesn't. For, but for me, you know, I'm, I'm, ha- if... I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to see Palace playing in the Premier League because obviously I've seen in the Championship for so long mm-hmm. but also my viewpoint is that if you're below 7th position in the Premier League everyone's in a relegation battle mm. pretty much yeah it's quite tight I think from 7th down I think you've got the top 6 and then there's a quite a big divide but um, I, I, I think um, I think fans have got it a bit mixed up because I, I believe if you're going to support your team then support means support yeah, in terms of definitely. throughout, like thick and thin. Motivate, bad, trouble. yeah. If, if something got, goes wrong, try and find a positive in it. Yeah. Encourage when something goes wrong. Not berate the but, player. But this is this is how you know, and and this is how funny it is because um, if you look at Spanish football, for example, mm. then obviously it's maybe a bit different in terms because they're they're the, the most elite clubs. I'm talking Barcelona, Real Madrid, mm. but Cristiano Ronaldo. You know his record. I think he's he, he nearly had as many goals as games from Madrid. One point he's getting booed. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think it's levels in terms of what you expect, but it's. Um, I think it, sometimes I think the, the culture of fans are changing, where they they like you say they feel entitled. Like mm. you should be entertaining us when no, you're the fans. You should be yeah, getting I, the team to play. You should be should, should be giving all to the, yeah. to the to the. I mean, I mean, look, players. But yeah, I mean, look, football. I just think like yeah, football. Mm. Football's all about opinions, and everyone's entitled to their own yeah. opinion. But personally, I don't think that a supporter of a Crystal Palace club should be uh, booing at half-time when you're nil-nil in a Premier League game. Yeah. I mean, there's still 45 minutes worth of football to play um, and we hadn't played terribly. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we'd just been out-fought and, out- and out-manoeuvred in the first half. Um, Roy, to be to, to his credit, made a couple of changes, well, made a change at half-time, took off Max Mayer, uh, brought on um, James MacArthur. Max yeah. Mayer, I must say, I see a lot of potential in him. Yeah, I remember I think, you were talking I, a lot about him. I mean, I, I, it, what, he, he hasn't really. I, th- I think he, he's got a lot of technical talent, but he's he's very slight, 
and he's very yeah. little, and he does tend to get bullied quite a lot. Um, and and he, he stri- and because of his, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think because perhaps because of that that physique, maybe he gets bullied a little bit, and he, he's also mm. any any player which comes in from a foreign league. Yeah, um, has to adapt to the English game, and hopefully next season. Yeah, I think it's the same with Alexander Serdar, who came from the Danish Super League. I've th- I seen pr- 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 promising him. I think if is you he give him, is he still on loan? No, he's on loan again. Actually, he's doing quite well. Yeah. He's uh, scored, I think, uh, four goals, three assists, something like that. He's done okay, really well. Yeah. Anyway, but that's because he's playing with Jess Thorup, who is who he um, played under FC, FC Midland, and he had a, his best spell protected with him. But um, I. I you know, I, I think Max will come good, but James McArthur came on, and James McArthur is a very industrious player. You know, he chases everything. He's, mm. he's, he's sort of gets stuck, in, and that's what you need in that sort of game. And he really made made the, the difference for us. Um, I mean, it took us until sort of seventy odd minutes before we got, got the penalty. Wolf did, did a bit of magic in the box, turned down. Standard leg was taken. Stonewall pen. Mm. Luca puts it away as always, and then it's almost like a relief. Thank God. All right, now we need yeah, to go and get, get the next one. And then, you know, it took until, I don't know, it was sort of, I think it was the 89th minute before um, we'd, uh, we, 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 Wolf Sahar had sort of played him, uh, Patrick Van Arnholt, to, um, to, to get the winner. Um, I mean, no, but we had so many chances in that yeah, game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's our finishing. Roy, I think Roy was asked, and also in the press conference afterwards, was a sort of. I think it was it was a funny question that he actually laughed at. Was that um, can you do anything to help him score, uh, or, or, or do you work on shooting? And Roy turned around to the to the reporter and said, "You sound like my wife. You know, she, she always says to me, you know, why why don't you get him to work on shooting?'" Mm. Just that he said, "Funny enough, in my forty odd years of uh, of managing managing football clubs, I I, do, I have run the odd shooting practice. Unfortunately, I just can't put the ball in the back of net for him." Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that no, no, seems no, to be the story good. of Palace this season. We, we just have so yeah, many chances. We just, just can't, can't put the ball away. What, what's going on with Ben So Tickers came on uh, about 15 minutes ago. Did really well, actually. Um, mm. You know, put himself about one and some headers. But who's, who's starting ahead of him, then? Uh, Batshuayi started oh, the game, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah. he had a quite a poor game. Um, was caught offside sort of five or six times. Um, just wasn't running from him. He's a brilliant player. Um, yeah, what's your verdict on him since he's coming? I think he's, he's been great. I think he's been great. He's not only he scored goals, but he also he creates goals. He's almost mm. like he's almost like a Zahar, but the sort of Zahar that plays up front more centrally and, and okay. can bring other plays into it. He's not a hold up man. He's not a man who can lump balls up to. He doesn't jump for balls. Nah, like he's that. small though, isn't he? He's not, he's not a tallest. But, striker, but he, is he? he has got a trick on him and he is fantastic. But yeah, yeah no, very pleased, obviously, that Palace, I'd say, were safe now. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously um, onwards and upwards now. I think 30, 36 points, thirty-seven. We're saving with the goal difference almost. Um, I think we'll be fine. And now, hopefully, we can we can look up. I mean, we're eight points from from Cardiff, who are third from bottom. Yeah. Like, we're actually eight points from Wolves. I mean, I told you, I, I I always um, even from the f- think we had you in a second game of the season. That's maybe right. it was the third. Yeah, second. It was, wasn't it? It was Monday night football. Uh, yeah, it? Monday yeah. football. Yep. at the park. And I, you know what? After watching it, I said. No way! You got you've got too many players who are more than capable of picking up. Like yeah. you got enough collective amount of players to pick up points. It's I, that, think, I think that. I think Some, yeah. sometimes you can just see if a team is like too weak. Like I think when we played Huddersfield, we only beat him one nil. But there's certain teams I look at and I just think, oh no, you lot are like powder puff. Like yeah. Fulham, for example, really good at um, playing football, but it shows that. It, 
even if you're good at playing football, if you haven't got the right characters, if you can't mix it, like he's talking about the MacArthur. Yeah. What what sometimes what you gotta work out what is the more crucial factor in say like a midfield that guy who's got that over determination. He might not have the technique of another player, mm. but what he actually puts about. He's more effective. He yeah. he, he he does the he, dirty jobs. Off yeah. the ball. People don't. If people ball watch, mm. they won't see it. But if you, if you watch a player and you see the effort they put in, the, you can the, see the, what the he's chasing, doing. the blocking, the the Harry and the yeah. little the little nudges in the back. There's almost like the dark arts to an extent. Definitely, uh, and that's what he does very well. Yeah, I mean, one one, one um, talk before we we're going to have a little break, we'll guys. Break, mate, yeah. But um, one player I think has just been exceptional, and it's hard. It's, it's no, no, it's easy to admit because I love football and sometimes you've got to go, go with football, what you think about football first instead of just your team. But Bernardo Silva is just like sick. Mm. He's so good. Mm. He, he, he's like, he can do everything. He pops up on the wings, in the centre. He can dictate the play. He can move it really well. He's like, I think he's like the ultimate midfielder. Um, I wish he was at Liverpool. Mm. But um, yeah, ladies and gents, we're going to have a little break. Take now. a little break, mate. A little comfort break because um, I need a wee and we're going to have a beer as well, aren't we? So yeah, uh, yeah. we'll be back with you um, shortly. Shortly. Cheers. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Six Pointer Podcast. This is almost part two too because we uh, did record a part two, but the sound quality unfortunately wasn't good yeah, enough. Yeah, so we, we've technical, had to technical yeah, difficulties. had to cut it out. Um, but it was only us blabbering on about um, the midweek fixtures because yeah. we've got a full quota, well, almost a full quota Premier League where Palace obviously are playing at Tottenham's new stadium. Tottenham stadium. All right, um, you know what? Since we did cut out that, we lost that bit. Let's give me a prediction of. Uh, Again, Tottenham. Uh, I think it will Palace. be Tottenham's party, wouldn't it? Um, Palace obviously there to try and spoil it. Um, it's set up for us quite nicely, in the sense that that's the, that's the way we play in the counter attack. Um, I mean, amazing, amazing stadium. I think the single tiered yeah. stand is is a sort of seventeen nine thousand. It's the largest single tiered stand in in, in Europe. Um, but no, I I can't. I'm, I'm a realist that I reckon two on Tottenham. Mm, I want to go three two Tottenham. I think it's going to be. Entertaining in their new stadium, I think it's going to be a big game. But obviously, um, then uh, Southampton away uh, for Liverpool on Friday night. I, I, I was yeah. saying, I, I don't think we've had a Premier League Friday night game for a while, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. It's the nice, like, I mean, that type of time to play a game. I think the the, the, the Southampton fans should be quite out for it. It should be quite a good atmosphere. So, your prediction and, uh, then, would you say? My prediction, I would say, um, I'm going to go with 3 1 Liverpool. Yeah, I think we'll go there and do. I think we'll go there and do the business because I think we're just better than them, and I think we will. I think that goal um, the other day will give us a great impetus. As after we got that crazy goal against Everton, we mm. went on this run where it was like that just gave us a boost. So I think. I guess also you've yeah. got the added, added fact that obviously Man City are playing in the FA Cup, so you've almost got a psychological boost of of, of sort of maybe maybe the sort of. We'll go back to the top. Push, basically. push, push, push the, the 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 margin even more, as it were. Mm. Uh, and whilst obviously it will only be because Man City aren't playing, yeah. there's a psychological boost of being at the top as well. Well, they always say it's better to have the points than to have the games. Well, of course, so, of course, you've got. You know what I mean? You've, like, got, I mean, you've got to win like, the games um, that you play, of course. Yeah, I just think uh, as long as we keep pushing them, that's all I really want to see. If we if we do as well as we do this season, then you know we push them right because they're saying that if if we win all our games and City win all their games. Um, City would end up on 99 points and we would end up on 97 points and that's just unprecedented that's just crazy, crazy. how could you end up on 97 points not win the league so I mean we'll see what happens mate it'll be, it'll be a certain it'll be one to watch yeah. wouldn't it um, but anyway we'll be back next week we will be before we go just a little, little nod to, to the Danish Super League because you know I just want to put a little bit in there 
Um, Esberg, my, 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 my team I follow in, 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 the, in the Danish Super League, did um, play the first round of their championship round on uh, Sunday. Lost uh, 1-0 to Copenhagen, even though Copenhagen had 10 men. Um, but it was a tough start for them. Uh, played really well. Johnny Carco hit the hit the bar, I think, in the second half as well. So could have got something out of it. But I would employ anyone who... Uh, Loves football uh, and wants to expand the horizon a little bit. Go and watch a bit of Danish for Super League now because you know it's split into the Championship round, the relegation round. Things, um, you know, the stakes sort of hot up a bit now, and it's uh, certainly an interesting watch. And I say the standard is probably about the, the Championship level as well, so it's a, a good standard of football to watch. Something I'm trying to get you to watch, Rich. But uh, um, I, mean, I don't think you you only watch the English Championship, will you? So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's one of them. You know, I'm sure there's so many good sort of football around the world. Um, premiership I'll stick to the Premiership for now Fair enough mate That's fair enough I don't think anyone will uh, La Liga of, Begrudge you doing that anyway Alright so yeah Next think? Monday we'll be yeah. back Obviously because we've got uh, Obviously well, game, got games FA, FA Cup game FA, FA Cup, Cup games, games. Yeah. We've got uh, obviously our games That we're going to play And um, yeah we're going to have A right discussion man There'll, be there'll, like, mate, there'll certainly be a lot Of talking points I'm sure Out of, uh, out of ne- the next pod So please do uh, come back Listen to us again And uh, we'll speak to you Or you'll hear us Next very, Monday Very soon Yeah take care uh, Have a good one Come with a bit more.